What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing great. It is New Year's Day. Holy cow. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. This is going to be our first uh, podcast of 2023. And we are actually recording on New Year's Day. Um, So it's, uh, it's a nice, I feel refreshed. How about you? Yeah, I'm feeling really good. I'm like New Year's Day, New Year's morning day. Had a great night last night to celebrate. Of course, had to work per normal. Mm-hmm. Got things ready, got things going, and then got out early enough to go join my wife at um, her uh, wine, her boss's wine bar, and uh, got to do a little bit of champagne toast right up into the New Year. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's very nice. I feel that. I had to work till about 11.40. Uh, end of the month inventory, never fun. Never fun, especially on uh, New Year's Eve. But I uh, got off a little bit before midnight and uh, you know, still got to get home and see the fam and ring in the new year with a uh, Michelob Ultra last night. That was, that was Hell a good yeah. choice. So. Hell yeah. so what are you sipping on this morning? So this morning... Uh, yep, we're doing a little hair of the dog. I am doing a little Jack Honey and coffee together. What I call it is, uh, put hair on your chest in the morning kind of coffee. Hell yeah! I feel that. Uh, I'm doing a little uh, a little tequila orange juice out of uh, some new assemblage uh, cups that my mom got me for Christmas. I'm going to be sending you yours uh, uh, this week, so that way so we can uh, sip in style. Uh, but they're nice little, like, you know, rounded rocks glasses. Uh, you could definitely still fit a big cube down in there, which is kind of nice. Um, nice. Yeah, Excited for just that. a little tequila orange juice and coffee. Uh, no booze in the coffee. So I'm kind of doing Tequila screwdriver? Uh, yeah. Kind of doing a uh, little uh, up or downer type of morning, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so balance that. episode, yeah, always balancing. And that's what our podcast is about today. Um, yeah. this is episode 29 of the assemblage beverage podcast. We're talking about work and life balance, uh, something that I think, um, everyone needs, uh, you know, no matter what industry you're in. Um, but I think it's super important, especially in the hospitality industry, food and beverage industry, uh, because <clears throat> this industry is all about not balance um, for at least for the people working a lot of the times, you know, it's about helping others, especially our guests achieve more balance in their life by giving them a great, uh, great experience. Um, You know, whether they're going to a bar, restaurant, hotel, resort, you know, we're always there to kind of make sure that they're having a great time. But um, you know, it's really important for us as the, uh, the workers, the managers, um, you know, whatever you do in the industry to kind of uh, you know, help yourself and find ba- better balance in, in um, life. And I know that uh, both you and I have uh, struggled with this, uh, continue to struggle with this every day. Um, but, you know, I think that we have, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten a little bit more mature uh, over the years. Well, a little bit more mature over the years. Um, yeah, and I, just enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, just just enough. Uh, but I I think that uh, you know we we have some some good tools or some good lessons that we've learned, um, and I think that you know we're we'd love to kind of share those and uh, kind of get everyone off on the right foot uh, into the new year. Um, since this will be our, our first podcast of twenty twenty three, so we kind of wanted to to give you all better better balance in your life. Um, well, at least. Hopefully, try. Um, Hopefully, so I, I, yeah, we wanted to start with a couple of uh, books, and uh, this is more of Mason's. Um, you know what what works for him. Um, you know, I'll kind of share you know my thoughts and all that kind of stuff. And I still have have a book, um, but Mason, give us uh, some of your favorite uh, you know self help books, or or maybe not so much self help books, but just um, books that have helped you find better balance in your life. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, like Adam said, we just wanted to kind of give everybody like something, a tool to start their their New Year's off right and start this year off in a better direction for yourself and making things even better. So, you know, I've got four books that like really helped myself kind of get on the right path, especially this over this past year. Um, you know, as everybody knows, it's been crazy up and down here and there you know, transitioning jobs, getting married, everything like that for myself. Um, and so, you know, especially after COVID, like you put yourself, you start hating on yourself, things like that. It's not good. Um, and so I was trying to figure out how to build within to build without. And I think that is the best way to make things overall better. Um, so the four books that I have wanted to touch on one being the high five habit, um, which is probably my top book right now. Um, it gave me such inspiration to kind of like make myself enjoy who I am first and then really kind of made myself even more of a, of a outgoing person than I already am, which I, if you know me really well, you're like, who the fuck? How do you, how do you go more out yeah. than that? Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know how that works, Mason, because I, I know uh, you as one of the most outgoing people I've ever met in my life. So the fact that you could be more outgoing. Uh, anyway, sorry to cut you off. I just had to throw. Oh, no out. worries at all. You know, it's just, Mason being you know, I'm really outgoing. happy. Yeah. You know, it's just um, changing that little bits. Um, but the high five habit. Uh, to break it down for everybody um, is basically um, giving yourself a high five, making sure you're giving yourself a compliment every day, uh, looking yourself in the mirror in the morning and being like, yes, you are doing great. And giving yourself that push to really step yourself, step your game up to kind of move forward and keep pushing. And one of my favorite quotes from that book that I want to to share with you all is um, when you replace that self-doubt and that self-criticism that drags you down with self-acceptance and self-love that lifts you up, your life will change and it'll change forever. And that is a quote that is absolutely gives me chills every time I read it. And it's like, you know what? You're right. You got this even when you're not doing great. Um, another book that we wanted to kind of recommend, or I wanted to recommend, it's one of my favorite fun books. Um, and it's got the best title ever It is called the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, that's right. Um, it is, uh, 
kind of like a controversy style um, title for a book. You're like, what? That is too much. But basically, to break that book down for everybody, it's it's not not giving a fuck about your life and the world that you live in and really taking time for yourself and making sure things are happening. It's making sure you're choosing those right fucks. It's making sure you're dedicating your time to your best friend and creating an amazing podcast for everybody to listen to. It's taking time with your wife and making or your significant other and making sure you actually spend it with them and not partially in your phone at work and partially at home. You know, it's really finding the balance the best you possibly can. And I, that's why I really love that book. And one of my favorite quotes from that book that I wanted you all to listen to was who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. And basically life is a struggle. You know, you got to give fucks and you got to get fucked at the same time. Um, and <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I love it. Oh gosh. You know, it's just life can get hard. It, it is what it is. It's just, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, choosing that, you know, the, the gas station attendant that gave you your change in all quarters is just absolutely terrible. I killed you, Adam. I love it. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Oh, uh, you know, the gas station attendant that gives you your change in quarters after you give them a five dollar bill. So annoying. So annoying. But you know what? Forgetting about that and moving right along and taking care of the things that you really want is is what it's all about. And then a couple other books for me is um, called Green Lights and Mind Over Business. Green Lights is uh, Matthew McConaughey's new book. I think it came out this last year. And it's just, you know, just a recap of his life and where he is now. And honestly, like he makes a lot of points that I think anyone and everyone can kind of connect with. And I just like felt very uh, good about reading that book and listening to things and the things he had to say. And it was just like his direction. I'm like, I love that. I love that a lot. And if you're listening, Matthew uh, McConaughey, Mr. McConaughey, whatever you want me to say, uh, love to meet y'all in person. Come, come down to Charlotte, come down uh, to Georgia. I'll make sure me and Adam connect. No worries. And we'll see you soon. Hopefully <laughs> anyways, on the side note. And then uh, the other one is mind over business. Uh, Mind Over Business is just a book that kind of just kind of digs you into running a business well, but also making sure your mind's in the right headspace and the bell end of both. And it's something that I think, you know, you really need to balance um, your life uh, even more so. Um, but those are my four <laughs> recommendations for this year. And I know Adam's got one for us as well. So what you got for us? Yeah, so mine, um, you know, emotional intelligence 2.0. Um, you know, I did a lot of um, like leadership training and leadership classes with the uh, the current company I'm I'm at, and uh, you know, this book is is really all about self awareness, um, you know, self management, social uh, awareness, and just being, um, you know, kind of more in touch with you know your own um, like personality and kind of seeing how you know you how you are as a person and how you can better interact with uh yourself and your peers and your colleagues and you know even significant other um and i think it's really great because it just makes you think about 
um, you know, for me, it's just that self-awareness thing. And like, you know, there's, there's other people going through what you're going through and there's, you know, people going through things that you might not know about, um, or you might not know what it's like. So just kind of being more socially aware and self-aware, um, which is, you know, really great. Um, I'm not really the biggest self-help book person, um, or, you know, maybe just lifestyle book, um, a, I fall asleep whenever I try to read. Um, I'm, I know you're really big into listening, uh, you know, on audible and things like that, which is something that I've, I've tried in the past. Uh, again, I think it's, it's really just, helpful. It is. And I, I really like it when, um, you know, the, the, uh, voice actor who's narrating the book has like an interesting voice. Um, like I was listening to, uh, Marco Pierre White's, uh, book, uh, devil in the kitchen a couple years ago. And it was like someone with a really thick, like English accent and he's from England. So I just pictured like him reading the book, um, which to me was, was awesome, you know, and, and that was probably one of my favorite, um, audiobooks that I've ever listened to. But for me, you know, and, and my kind of struggles with finding balance within, within work and life, uh, cause it's something that I've struggled with a lot. Um, you know, for me, it's always been you know, that, that finding someone to talk to, um, you know, therapy for me, I've, I've had kind of a, a love hate relationship with, uh, you know, my, my first therapist I had was, was not a good fit. Um, and it took me a long time to go back and kind of trust, you know, find someone that I could trust to talk to. Um, you know, so to me, it's really important that you continue to, you know, if the first therapist or first person you try to talk to doesn't work out, keep trying you know, uh, maybe find someone else. Now there's a lot of great websites, um, that, uh, you know, better help, I think is one, um, that kind of give you like an online resource that you can you know, reach out, text, email, call, um, which is really great. You know, you don't necessarily have to go find a therapist near you. You can find someone from all over the world. And if you don't like them, uh, you know, you can always find someone else. So, um, you know, I was lucky enough to find, uh, someone eventually and, you know, talk through the things I was going through, which is, uh, you know, really important. Um, and I think the reason why I've, I've been so hesitant about self-help books and, and kind of those lifestyle books, um, cause I know not all the ones that you, you said are like self-help books, but I, you know, I kind of still classify yeah. them as like some sort of lifestyle change. Uh, but, I agree. Um, just kind of reformats your brain and gives you another way of thinking. But you know, it doesn't work for everybody. But these ones worked for me, and I loved them. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and I'm definitely going to check them out. And I think the the reason why, and I I've been holding on to this for like so long. Um, you know, my first time I tried therapy, it was probably eight or nine years ago, and uh, you know, my therapist didn't want to like talk. Um, you know, I, I tried and, you know, it was, I was kind of new to like opening up to people and like explaining what was going on. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, you know, just go home, read this book, read these chapters, all this stuff. And I'm like, why am I, why are we paying for, for this service? If you're just going to basically not help me and then tell me what, you know, to read these chapters in this book and then come back here and talk about what I read and how it relates to me. Like that to me, I was like, this is not helpful to me. Um, and it kind of, you know, it's still like, there's still a bad taste in my mouth with it. Um, you know, and it's something that I'm, you know, as I grow and get older, I'm trying to get out of that mindset, but 
Um, you know, and I'm glad that I was able to kind of find someone eventually that, that actually worked for me. Um, so it's just a reminder, like if, if you don't think therapy's for you, maybe you just haven't found the right therapist. Um, and it, it doesn't even have to be, I, I know I jumped like full tilt, you know, like going from reading a, a book to like, you know, talking to someone, but, um, you know, that's kind of what's worked for me and it doesn't yeah. have to be like a, a formal that's the word, a formal thing or like with a uh, licensed therapist, you know, maybe it's just a friend or a loved one or a family member and just kind of talking through your stuff. Um, I'm always a little bit weary about that, um, you know, because I don't want to like throw, you know, anything on my loved ones, you know, because I know everyone's got their own struggles and everything like that. And not that therapists don't have their own struggles too, but, you know, they're trained to be Deal there for you and to listen um and yeah. it's also that confidentiality thing too that you know you know not saying that your friends are gonna like talk about it to other Rat people but but yeah. you know you know you never know um yeah so you know just finding someone to talk to um you know, especially you if you're, you trust exactly um and you know it's 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 really important and especially like i know we can only really talk about and relate to the hospitality industry because that's the industry that we're both in. It's the it's the uh, industry that we've always been in, at least in some capacity. Um, yeah. You know, and it's a absolute an absolutely brutal uh, industry. You know, it's just it's long hours. You don't get to see your friends and family all that often. Late you nights, early mornings, always work holidays. Um, so, you know, it's really important to try and, um, find something that kind of helps you to balance and to, to better your own life. Um, because you deal with crazy people all day long, you know, people that are, are trying to unwind and find balance in their own life and you have to take care of them. So you have to figure out how to take care of, uh, yourself. And I know that we both, uh, relate to this next one a lot. Um, you know, yeah. Is this what, what? a coined uh, idea yet, or are we throwing this out for the first time ever talked about? Because I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If it is, uh, we, we need to get some credit for it somewhere. All right. So this is our idea. It's called what we call bar therapy. And bar therapy in our head is... What all of us in the industry, and I'm sure many people outside the industry, all do together. And that's where you get together after, right after work or whatever with your friends. You go have your drink and you're chatting at the bar. And that is your therapy session right there. Is mm -hmm. You get a little tipsy. You're having a, having a good drink, having a good uh, talking with your friends, whatnot, talking with your coworkers. But you're talking smack about work. You're releasing that anger. They're talking smack. They're releasing their anger. And then all of a sudden, after everybody talks about work, all of a sudden, you now transition into things that are more positive in your life. And you start mm -hmm. talking about the next steps. So I guess we're coin coining it, right? Bar therapy. Yeah, right bar, bar therapy. Yeah, I Boom. think I think I'm the number one student of uh, bar therapy. You know, I and I think for me it's it's really important to a first say this, like have a safe ride home. Always after your bar yeah, therapy I agree session. With that. Because, you know, I'm notorious and I know other people are too. Get off of work. I'm just going to go have one drink. Let me tell you, it's never just one drink. 
Never. It's, it's well, I, I'll never say never, but it's very rarely one drink. Um, so make sure that you have a safe ride home because that is, you know, the, the utmost uh, importance because even if you get stuff off your chest and you maybe have a little bit too much fun, please don't drive home. Um, yeah. because you know, it's legal and dangerous yes. and you don't want to ruin your or somebody else's life forever. Like that's the worst thing. But yeah, but I think enough you know, with the dark. Yeah. Enough with the dark. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm feeling dark today. I don't know. Um, but, nah, uh, which is not good, you know, this is supposed to be self-improvement, but I, I think uh, the, the important thing is like with self-improvement is sometimes you have to acknowledge the darkness and you have to like, okay, my life isn't all that great, but how do I make it better? How do I make it great? Um, yeah. so I think that's, you know, important, but, uh, that's part of it. I think the best for me, the best part about bar therapy is walking into the bar you know, you've, you've, your regulars there, you know, you go there, not maybe not every night, but you go there quite often. Bartender sees you, you want a high life. Yeah, that automatically to me, when they know your drink order, that automatically to me makes me feel great. Uh, right. It's the little things, you know, like they're like, they recognize me, they know what I want. And or sometimes they don't even ask you, they just bring it over. And, uh, right. you know, that to me is like, Cream of the crop. Unreal. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Oh. And then, you know, just like cheersing with everyone, taking that first sip and be like, can you fucking believe that blah, 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 blah. And you just start spewing like all this shit and, you know, everyone just starts like, you know, jumping on it yeah. and uh, adding, in their own adding stories. food to the fire. And then, you know, that like switch where it's like, okay, maybe you finish your first drink, you're on your second drink and like you're done spewing all your bullshit about work. And now it's time to just like relax. Hey, you know, what do you, what do you got going on in your life? You know, like, how's this? How's that? Uh, and, you know, you just start talking, maybe you're talking about sports or, you know, something in the news or, you know, whatever it is, but just having that time to kind of like relax, unwind um, and just bond over, you know, good times and bad times. Yeah. I, I, I really agree with that. I like, it reminds me of so many different times when worked in Gramercy and would walk literally down the street to the two specific bars that were our watering holes, one calling Patty McGuire's and the other was Barfly. And, you know, Barfly was known for back house and uh, Patty McGuire's was known for front of house, you know, everything blended no matter what, but mm -hmm. you know, you'd walk in and each of the bartenders at each location uh, kind of knew a little bit about you, where you're from, what restaurant, et cetera. And then, knew exactly what you wanted to drink as you walked in and you didn't really have to ask. You just said, what's up? How's it going? Uh, Jen, how, how things been? How's the family? How was your mm -hmm. trip last week? Whatever it was. And then they put down the, the shot and the beer for me. That was my drink of choice. Every time I went So one drink, right? Shot beer, right? One yeah. drink. That's that yeah. counts as one. Right. Exactly. And, uh, the police might say otherwise, but you know, in the, in the industry world, that's, that's one yeah. drink. That's one drink. And it was a combo, you know, that's what it's all about. Combos. Um, and, uh, you know, start off with that and start chatting with everybody. And, um, whenever I was with the back house team, cause I connected with both sides, even though I was only front of house, um, uh, the back house team always had some shit to say about, you know, 
what a terrible service it was because of, you know, table XYZ needed 20 different modifications on their order. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, why, why you have so many issues? But then you're like, you know, afterwards you're like, I'm, I'm happy to make it happen, but still annoying as shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was always fun to listen to whatever they had to say. Cause you know, you, me being mainly front of house, never actually got there. Like really interact with that in the middle of it. It was always after right. the matter of fact. And then going to Patty's and chatting with the front of house team, it was always great because we all experienced the same shitty guest or the same few experiences where it's just like ridiculously busy. And you're just like pulling your hair out, trying to get silverware to table 22 and you're trying to uh, do pairings on 25. And then you're also trying to get the cocktail order from 26. And then all of a sudden uh, 27 wants to also uh, chat with you all about your life and why, like, is this your real career? Oh, or what do you do? Um, what do you do for your real career? Those kind of questions. You're always just like, you know, trying to really chat them up and make them all have a great experience. And then just after spewing all that out, everybody also chatting that back and having their own things to say, which just made you mm-hmm. feel so good. Honestly, like afterwards, always felt more relaxed, ready to kill the next day and go have a, a really good rest and, you know, sleep really well. And you know what? Yeah, the great things about New York was, sorry to interrupt. Thing great things about New York was, uh, you know, never had to worry about a car. So like, you know, mm-hmm. didn't have to worry about driving anywhere. So I had a electric scooter, uh, which which is always fun. Technically, still can get a DUI on that. Um, just just being aware, everybody. So I would you know normally push that home or a little little rev at the engine. <laughs> But it was always good. Yeah, time. I, yeah, and I think my my bar therapy really started in Chicago because you know it was that was my first job out of college. You know, I was finally twenty one, and I was working in a job that you know was fucking brutal. Like you know, we would start work at two o'clock and we wouldn't get out till two o'clock, so it was like twelve hour days. And uh, you know, the electric thing about Chicago is bars would there were certain bars that would be open till 5 a.m during the week and or i'm sorry they'd be open till 4 a.m on the week during the week and then 5 a.m on friday and saturday which is ideal especially if you're working till two um because a lot of you know like where i'm from or where i live now a lot of the bars close at two so it's like you work till two you're not getting a drink after work um go straight home so yeah, exactly. So having that, like those five, six a.m. bar or four or five a.m. bars, uh, you know, you still had a couple hours to just like unwind and like hang out and chill. And then, you know, the only bad thing is then you're getting home at five thirty in the morning, and uh, then you got to be at work at two. So it's like, you know, it's it becomes a little bit crazy, especially if you do bar therapy every day. Um, but you know, for me, like I loved going to um, Aberdeen Tap. Uh, in Chicago, uh, Lone Wolf, uh, Jefferson Tap, or which we call J Tap, uh, and they're just kind of all like hole in the wall spots. You know, we knew the bartender; uh, they'd see us come in, and you know, how many high lifes, how many shots of Fernet are we doing? Um, or you know, some sometimes Fernet Bronco, or they'd be like, "Okay, we're doing a special. Like, I got high life and a shot of Old Granddad Bourbon. You know, how many you want?" And uh, you know, I always 
I think I, I think it was when I was in Chicago and I coined the phrase like, I'm just having one drink, but shots, mixies, and beers don't count. Um, <laughs> which is like, you know, shots, beers, and mixed drinks, they don't count as drinks, which is a very, uh, I mean, I'm much, much older and more mature that I know those all definitely count as drinks. But, you know, I was 21. I was working a lot of hours making no money. So that was like my, that was my, you know, self-help and, and finding balance was like joking around about, you know, binge drinking and not worrying about it. Uh, so, you know, again, not the healthiest, but, uh, you know, it definitely got some good laughs and they'd be like, well, does wine count? And I'm like, yeah, wine counts as a drink. Cause at the time we weren't drinking, you know, you're not going to get off of work and go to a bar, to a dive bar and drink whatever wine they have there. Absolutely not. So the only thing that counted was cocktails and wine because we never did cocktails or wine. Um, so, you know, you just be like, oh, I didn't even have any drinks last night. I said, uh, beers and shots and mixies. Um, and it was okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was all okay. Uh, most nights. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I don't do bar therapy, you know, as much anymore. It's very occasional now. Um, yeah. We've when got a most little necessary. local spot. Yeah, we got a little local spot in the same, like, plaza as the place I work now. And we'll go over there. Like I might go over there every couple weeks, um, you know, just say hi to the bartenders because they know me. And as, as soon as I walk in, they, they got my highlight for me. Um, and so, but again, it's now I'm tired, you know, I'm tired. I'm getting old. I got other responsibilities. Also have to drive. So you also have careful. to drive you know, 15, 20 minutes home. So it's like, you know, I might just have one beer and then go home. Uh, it's just, right. you know, being responsible. And not having that, like, okay, I don't have a car, so I've either got to walk or Uber home, you know. And and when you when you do that, you're like, well, I can have an extra drink because I'm not driving, uh, which is fair enough. But now I don't have that that um, you know luxury, I guess. True. Yeah, it is what it but, is, yeah. but it and balances out, good right? Therapy. Yeah, but yeah, and, every now and again, still, I think yeah, this is therapy. great therapy for us now too. Yeah, I, and I was going to say that, you know, like I'm, you know, this is, this has become like a really great, you know, kind of outlet for, for it's, it's, it's been a great outlet for me for a couple years now, but now that you've joined the podcast and, you know, we're doing it consistently, you know, this will be our, I don't know, eighth podcast together, seventh podcast together. Um, and, you know, we're starting to, we release every two weeks and it's becoming like this, like, you know, let's we're, we're talking at least every week now, um, which is great. Um, yeah. because I know for a long time, you know, shit gets busy and you don't have, you know, you don't reach out to your friends and stuff like that. So now this is a great way of like, you know, well, at the very least we got to talk and, and record a podcast. Uh, you know, not that that's, that sounded very like negative or bad, but you know, we have this, this thing that we do together now where it's like, at, you know, at least every week where, we're texting like, Hey, when do you want to record? What, what do you want to do this week? Um, how have things been going? What's new? And all that. And it becomes you know, actually, a great that kind of, for, for both of us. Yeah. I think that kind of really brings us into the next item, which is the question of the day mm -hmm. right there. And we can kind of like split off on that, which, um, to everybody, the question of the day, how do you find balance, uh, with work and life? 
And yeah, and I think before we answer that, Mason, sorry, I uh, yeah. you know we we love hearing your feedback and your answers to this uh, question. So anywhere you listen, basically, there's going to be a little button that you can click to answer uh, you know this week's question, and it's something that we talked about in the last podcast. One wanting to have a question of the day of every podcast was one of our goals. Um, and we're, we're already reaching those goals with this one. Um, so yeah, we'd love to hear your answers. Um, you know, we're not going to share your answers with anyone, um, you know, unless you want us to, or if we do, it'll be anonymous. We're not going to be like, Hey, uh, John Smith said, blah, 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 blah. This is how they find a uh, balance with work and life. We're not going to do that, but, uh, we do well, really like chose to- John Smith too. <laughs> Yeah. Classic. John Smith's everywhere. Like, fuck, man. Why has it always got to be me? Mr. Uh, John Hancock, and, right? <laughs> yeah. But but we we want to hear you know how you how you all feel about our questions and and we love reading your responses. So we've gotten some really cool ones um, in our previous ones. So, uh, but Mason, how do you find balance uh, with work and life? Yeah. Um, so kind of how we were kind of just touching on it before, um, but really separating the two and that it is so hard to do so hard Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if you're a manager or um have coworkers that just like want to chat all the time and not that your coworkers aren't your best friends and uh, trust me they've always been almost always my best friends and Mm -hmm. it's just you really got to make sure you take time when you're at work to be present at work when you're at home to be present at home and you know, Alex and I, my wife, um, when, uh, we have time together, which we don't get a lot of time together, um, because of just opposite schedules. Um, I do my best to keep my phone in my pocket the entire time, or I put it in a different room or, you know, if, you know, something comes up and you have to take a call or you need to do a quick message going like, just give me quick, quick minute and taking a quick five minutes to really, take care of your business and then come back to it and really spending your time together, together with your significant other or, or with the thing that you want to do to enjoy your life outside of work and just taking that moment or that little bit, because honestly there will always be work to do. It's never not going to happen. There's, there's always something to do at work. There's always something to do at home. So just take a little bit of time on each, and if you have to balance back and forth and and that's kind of what I like to do is I'll spend, you know, two, three hours with Alex and then I'll spend 30 minutes checking up my emails, making sure I'm caught up for the day. And then I'll go back to hanging out with Alex for an hour or so. And then, you know, most of the time it's time for bed. Like, honestly, like it is what it is on the end of the day. What about yourself? Yeah. I mean, I think that this, this has always been something that I've really struggled with, especially, you know, like, finding that time for, you know, not only myself, but also for Olivia and and our relationship, because I'm very much like work driven, you know, and it's, it's how I've always been. It's how I was kind of raised. And, you know, and and I love that because it's gotten me, you know, gotten me where I am, but um, you know, I have a really hard time disconnecting, you know, work from home and home from work and more so uh, disconnecting uh, work from home. Um, but you know, it's, it's definitely something that I'm aware of and I'm, I'm wanting to make changes and I'm actually, um, you know, switching jobs here in the next couple of weeks. 
uh, to try and achieve a better work-life balance uh, because, you know, my work now, I, I really like it, but um, it's, it's getting to the point where I'm spending too much time at work and I'm, you know, dedicating too much time. And, um, you know, I really want to have more balance for um, Olivia and for this podcast and for, you know, assemblage just in general. And, uh, you know, working 60 hours a week, um, it, it's just, it's too much. So uh, kind of transitioning into into a new job um, where hopefully I'm going to have more time for the things that really give me a lot of, you know, happiness and kind of build my passion. Um, because, you know, the last couple of weeks have been not great for that. So um, it's, it's, it's important for me to kind of do something for myself um, and also for, you know, the family and, and for you, um, because it's, you know, assemblage is, is eventually what I want to do, um, full time. Obviously it's, it's a long ways away, but, um, I want to at least spend some more time doing it. Yeah. You never know. Um, but I think that it's, it's important to kind of, you know, if you need, if you feel like you need to make that change in your career, um, obviously have a plan and, and you're going to have to like figure out how else you're going to make money. Um, but you know, it's, it, it's time for me to make that change. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, and then, yeah, just trying to be present, um, you know, and, and that's again, something I need to, to work on, um, but just trying to be present in the moment and kind of, you know, giving all your attention to whoever you're spending time with, um, you know, that's, that's really important. So yeah, I think that's how, yeah. how I find balance or try to find balance. I, I won't say that I find balance, but I, I try to find balance. I think as long as you're always trying and giving effort, it'll eventually work out. And, you know, some days it works out better than it does on others. And it is what it is. You know, you just, as long as overall you're doing better and you're doing better for yourself and making sure you have a plan in mind, I think it's really good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, well, Mason, you got any other uh, tips or tricks to uh, help our listeners, um, you know, find a balance between their work and life? Really, the only tip and trick is honestly find what works for you and make it happen. Take your time mm -hmm. that you need when you need it. And, you know, it's OK to not do anything sometimes. 100 percent. Yeah, that's great advice, because I, I feel like that's something that I'm I get like anxious and get um almost i feel guilty not doing anything uh, because yeah. I, I love doing everything all the time and sometimes i'm like man i just didn't do anything yesterday and i get really bummed but i'm like but i feel a lot better and i feel a lot more so I, I i love that piece of advice it's okay to not yeah. do stuff sometimes you know you know look at it like uh i didn't do anything yesterday hey i didn't do anything yesterday right on yeah yeah, because that's that's what you need to do sometimes. Yeah. That dog. Now the dog. Alone. Now the dogs are the dogs are already crazy. Podcast to be over. They they want you to go out there and play with them in the in the backyard. Oh yeah, absolutely. They always want to. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna link um, some of the books that we've talked about. Um, you know, in the description. So if you guys want to check them out, um, you know, we're not sponsored by any of them. I, I'd love to be. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's not always about like that sponsorship and stuff like that. It's about, you know, sharing what we really like um, and what has helped us. Um, so maybe it can help you. Um, 
So again, not sponsored, but if uh, if any of those authors are listening or publishing companies, you know, we're open. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, yeah. uh, you know, I, I hope you all like this podcast. It's our first podcast of 2023. Um, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. And the dogs are just throwing shit around. Yeah, they got um, their bones rolling around, you know. <laughs> they they need it. They need um, a little Mason love. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll go give them that Mason love. And uh, I hope you all uh, like this podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, check us out wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, this is Adam. And this is Mason. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we're we're trying something else out and it's you know we we've always tried we're always trying to like record you know like synchronize and it's just it just doesn't work out so uh thanks for listening to this episode of the assemblage beverage podcast until the next one cheers and keep on blending keep on i love it keep on blending everybody keep on blending everyone uh we'll see you in a couple weeks and uh hope you enjoyed the podcast cheers cheers